dispensing cannabis business knowledge beyond a million square feet of cultivation space. CannabisRadio.com proudly presents Blunt Business, harvested by Strainwise Consulting. Together, we will navigate the challenges and opportunities of one of the most profitable industries on earth. Join us each episode to hear our weekly roundtables and interviews with industry professionals. Now, let's delve into some blunt business with your host, Sean Eubanks. Thanks for joining us and welcome to Blunt Business. I'm your host, Sean Eubanks, Vice President of Business Development with Strainwise Consulting. And on our show today, we have Jeremy Goldstein of Stillwater Brands. Stillwater Brands, which is known for its cannabis-infused Stillwater and Whitewater teas, as well as its ripple dissolvable cannabinoids, has launched Clockwork Coffee, which is the first cannabis-infused instant coffee stick. Stillwater Brands' range of products help reasonable adults find the calm they need to stay focused, productive, and in in control of life's anxious moments. The company's leading the right dosing movement with functionally dosed cannabis products, which ensures that all the edibles are fast-acting, long-lasting, and taste great. Jeremy is the COO and co-founder. Prior to starting Stillwater Brands, his career spanned marketing, sales, operations, and finance at at well-known U.S. companies like AIG and Deloitte as well as a successful hedge fund and an internet startup. Um, He wanted to uh, follow up with um, some of his uh, experience there with those brands, and then now we have Stillwater Brands. So, Jeremy, welcome so much to the show. Thank you so much. Great to be here. Yeah. So, Jeremy, um, how did you get started in the cannabis business? What brought you here? Yeah, interesting story. Um, You know, watching it from afar, I was living in New York, um, was cr- incredibly excited about the opportunities that were showing up in this space. And I got together with my co-founder, Justin Singer, um, and Justin had had an interesting experience with his grandmother who was suffering from pain and had asked Justin to get an edible for her because she didn't want to smoke. And the only thing that he could find was uh, a 100 milligram brownie. Um, so he cut it up into 20 different pieces, sent it to her, um, and uh, she's diabetic. It ended up in her freezer. Um, wasn't something that she could do. And we said, hey, there's, there's kind of an opportunity here in the edible space um, to create products that work into people's lifestyles uh, that are healthy and that are at the right dose. Yeah, one of the things that's impressive, and I think we'll get into this a little later, is, is some of the, the healthier aspects of the product and the need for it. You guys are the very first one to come up with coffee sticks what 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 made you see a need in the market and what what get, put you in that direction sure uh, after we had launched our teas and through launching our teas we had created our, our ripple dissolvable thc uh we had a lot of people who came to us and said hey I, I i love the form factor of your teas i like how portable they are um but i'm not a tea drinker i'm a coffee drinker and i know that you have ripple so i can put it in my own coffee but i want the opportunity for a complete product um, something that I can take with me to work, something that I can take camping. So rather than having to bring two items, your Ripple and coffee, um, now we've got one. I think the inspiration was really looking around and seeing how many people, uh, especially outdoor enthusiasts, who were buying the Starbucks Via sticks uh, and were taking those with them and then adding Ripple to it. Excellent. And so when uh, what, what type of feedback have you gotten since you rolled out uh, the coffee sticks? Yeah, so far the feedback's been great. I mean, the big thing that we tried to do, like we try to do with all our products, is make them great tasting. Um, so instant coffee has a little bit of a wrap. It's it's not the highest quality, but what we sought to do 
uh, was get the 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 greatest tasting instant coffee that we could find. So we went through something like 30 blind samples as a company and with friends and family to sort of find something that we thought gave a great coffee experience. Um, in addition, uh, it has the same benefits because it's powered by Ripple like our other products of that fast acting um, smooth onset. Um, so because we have this water soluble THC, uh, people feel the effects sooner, uh, whether they're getting some of it sublingually, uh, some of it in the digestive tract, and then ultimately the liver. Um, and so people love that because they know what they're going to get, um, and it's consistent every time. And for what type of extraction process are you using for this particular product? So um, we use distillates for all of our products. And actually, as a company, we don't do our own extractions. Um, we think of ourselves as a food company. Uh, and we look at our marijuana oil as an ingredient, um, as a functional ingredient. So what we decided early on is that we wanted to work with the best, um, the best players in the business um, and work on our custom spec. Taste is incredibly important to us, um, which is one of the reasons why we went with distillate. The other was we wanted a consistent experience. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of controversy around the indica sativa um, uh, differentiation, especially when you're talking about edibles. Um, because once you're, you're doing an extraction, you're ripping out so many terpenes to begin with. Um, but in addition, you're, you're, you're not working from the feed, same feedstock every time. Um, so there is the potential experiences and everything that we care about, the comfort, the control, and the taste, we're best served by working with, with distillates. Well, and one of the impressive things of talking to Colorado companies, because everything's so mature here and things are going well, if you look at your website, I mean, you've got green apple iced tea, recovery smoothies, you got Mexican street corn salsa, chocolate chip cookies. I mean, all these, it, it looks like an incredibly mature market. And I know there's heavy competition here in Colorado, um, but for people that might be hearing your name and Stillwater Brands for the first time, I mean, your website is exceptional. Just the the product mix and the, and the availability for people to control um, their dosage and, and what they're putting in and added in and all these recipes. I mean, it's really, really impressive. Thank you, Sean. Really appreciate that. Um, we're definitely through the website um, and through other initiatives trying to reach people who maybe didn't realize there were products in the cannabis market for them. Um, I, obviously, I started with the story about, about Justin's grandmother. It's not just for grandmothers, but it's for um, that might be scared, uh, that might not realize there's a right dose or might feel that anything in the edible world is unhealthy. Um, so we were trying to solve all those problems, and I, I hope the website gets that across. Yeah, I think it does. It's impressive. I, I love the the um, healthcare um, or the, the healthy product side is, of that as well. You've got vegan covered. You've got. It seems like you've kept everybody in mind uh, for sure. I, I think this is this is a brand I want to keep watching, Jeremy. I think you guys are going to have no problem expanding across the country uh, when prohibition's over. I think your your uh, people are going to be looking at you as a leader in the industry, rightfully so. Uh, I hope so. It's definitely our goal. We picked Colorado um, expressly because it was the most mature market. Uh, we wanted to deal with the toughest regulations. Uh, we wanted to deal with the toughest competition. Um, and we want to make sure our brand ideas worked here before we took it elsewhere. Yeah, and you got your MBA from UC Berkeley. And so I, I, I imagine that you you obviously are aware of California. You might have your eye there. Is there any push to expand in the state of California? Uh, there certainly is something that we're looking at, um, and it wouldn't surprise me if that was the next state uh, within the United States that we explored. Okay, and when you got in this industry, Jeremy, um, discuss with me how Steerwater Brands wanted to differentiate. I mean, what did you see as a problem? 
Um, I know you were able to look and observe the market. I think as all smart entrepreneurs do, you look at what's happening, how people are consuming now, and then you sort of develop your product set there. But what was the one thing that you said, hey, look, I want Steelwater brands to be different in this way than everything else I see out here on the market currently? Sure. I, I guess overall, we want it to be a functional food company as opposed to a marijuana company. Uh, the premise behind that being that, you know, we believe if the marijuana plant was discovered today without any of the, the stigma from the last 50 years, uh, that it would be hailed as a wonderful food additive. Um, and so to go along with that, you know, we wanted to make sure that we were talking about dosing that wasn't necessarily um, for getting high, uh, but was more about for daily living, for making yourself feel a little bit better. Yeah, excellent. I think that I think that's the future of the industry. I think I think there's going to be that where they're specifically controlling how much THC they consume. Um, certainly driving that daily usage, that micro dosing. I think you're ahead of the curve there. I also think there's going to be room, especially on the distillate side, for you know the healthy, not high movement, where just enough of a concentrated CBD is enough to relieve anxiety and help and and mimic a lot of the the effects that people are getting from regular teas and just regular products that are out there. Uh, ag agreed. Um, we're definitely interested as well in um, other cannabinoids that. Uh, haven't been isolated as widely, um, whether that be CBN, CBG. Um, we think of ourselves as a functional food company that uses cannabinoids um, in our products. Wonderful. I applaud you guys for that. So you have a commercial kitchen set up. You're set up like a food company, but obviously you buy your trim, you buy your cannabis product and have it shipped in. Are you regulated like a regular marijuana company or is there, are you been able to uh, work around a couple of things? Oh no, we're certainly regulated uh, like a, every other marijuana company in Colorado. Uh, we're a, a license, uh, a licensed MIP. Uh, that means that everything we do has to be tested. Um, in our cases, we over test. Um, I can tell you more about our process, but that's important to us. Um, everything is in metric, everything is, is tracked. And then because you're not growing your own, do you worry about that or is it that there's so many great cultivators, I think around 1,800 in the state of, of Colorado alone, do you feel confidence with your suppliers and, and that you would never need to move in and, and, and get into the cultivation side of things? Yeah, I think there's a lot of people doing really great work. Um, I think uh, we've worked very hard to make sure that everything is, is tested, whether that be pesticide testing. We don't accept our oil unless it's been pesticide tested. Um, and we've worked very closely with our, um, our distillate providers to make sure they meet our specs. So we get test samples of everything before we take delivery um, uh, to check for taste, to check for quality, to check for potency. Um, uh, and then we take delivery. Well, we need to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll be rejoined by Jeremy Goldstein of Stillwater Brands. During the break, check out their website, stillwater.life. There's a lot of excellent recipes on there. We'll be right back. Rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Blunt Business. Introducing 420 Cloud, ignited by MSIG, one of the fastest growing social apps around. The only app you'll need for all things cannabis. Find the latest cannabis news, videos, and stories, ranging from business and tech to sports and medicine. Start your career in cannabis by seeking, identifying, and applying for jobs through our expansive listings. For businesses, 420cloud.com features a full-scale cross-channel network, monetizing high traffic for big data conversion and analytics. Download 420 Cloud now from the iTunes Store or Google Play. MSIG.com is a publicly listed company on the OTC. Symbol MCIG. 
at Alternative Vibes. Our core values of quality, loyalty, respect, and honesty guides us in our mission to help families find peace and harmony through our products and services. Whether you are looking for a more natural way of living, shopping for essential oils, topicals, and edibles, or searching for a path towards achieving your goals, we are your choice. Learn more about our complete line of natural products and solutions at AlternativeVibes.com. Bringing quality of living to life. AlternativeVibes.com. Cannabis concentrates have been around for hundreds of centuries. In 19th century America, extracts mixed with other herbs were sold as a miracle cure. Now, Apex Supercritical has elevated the science of extraction into the 21st century. Apex Supercritical is the leader in CO2 extraction, which is the cleanest, safest, and purest way to extract plant oils. ROI in as little as three weeks. Our cost-effective systems are fully automated with an industry-leading three-year warranty. And if we don't have your system in stock, we can build one in as little as four weeks. Bringing CO2 extraction to the masses. Learn more at apeksupercritical.com. Four-week build excludes high production systems. I hope you didn't forget about us because we're back with Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back to Blunt Business. I'm your host, Sean Eubanks, Vice President of Business Development with Strainwise Consulting, and we have been speaking to Jeremy Goldstein of Stillwater Brands. Welcome back, Jeremy. Uh, Thank you very much, Sean. So Ripple is the staple of your products. Can you talk about that water-soluble product and how it came to be and, 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 and give us an idea of, of how that works within your business? Sure, you bet. Um, so when we were looking to launch our first product, uh, which was Stillwater Tea, our low-dose line of teas, um, we wanted something that could fit into people's lifestyles. We picked tea because tea is already the most consumed beverage in the world. Um, it's already associated as a functional wellness food. Um, it's healthy, it's low calorie, but we realized that to do that, we needed to solve um, one really big problem, um, which is THC is fat soluble. Um, and the reason why all the early edibles in the space tended to be sweets and candy is they came from essentially legacy technology uh, where people would make can of butter uh, at home. Um, we realized can of butter uh, had lots of problems, the calories, the fat, and, and also hard to dose. Um, so we realized if we wanted to make a tea, we needed something that would dissolve cleanly into water uh, with no taste and disperse evenly. Um, and so we decided to apply some food scientists, uh, some food science rather. Um, and our current head of manufacturing uh, comes from Mars Food, where he worked for over 20 years, um, launching you know, many new products that we know in, in, in the candy space. Um, so we worked very hard to make this water-soluble THC. And after we'd created this for the tea, we realized that this was also a wonderful product to sell on its own. Um, and that's when we launched Ripple as its own product, which means that now people can infuse any food or beverage um, at the dose that they want in the food that they like. So uh, rather than walking into a dispensary and let's say picking um, a specific beverage that's there, you now can um, infuse your favorite beverage, whether that be orange juice, soda, uh, anything else. And as well, you can cook with it. Um, so. Put it in your pasta sauce or bake 12 cupcakes with it. Um, and in addition to the fact that it's fast acting, um, in addition to the fact that it, it's great tasting, um, you also have uh, the benefit of knowing exactly how much you're putting in. Can of butter is n- notoriously hard to, to, to dose. Um, so you take one ripple packet and you know that's exactly either five milligrams CBD, five milligrams THC, or a different packet is 10 milligrams. And you know exactly how much is going into your dish. Yeah, I mean, and Jeremy, for what it's worth, I know you guys are professional and you're you're an outstanding company. But I, I was just in California a couple of months ago, and 
and moderating a panel. And there was a gentleman on there that had a thousand milligram brownie and the questions from the audience, very smart. Um, you know, these, these conferences are getting sharper and sharper and the people that are attracted to this market are, are impressing me every single day. But one of the questions from the field was how do I control the, you know, homogeneity of that, of that brownie. And the, the guy that invented the brownie, he was really short and sort of dismissive of the person. And I thought, wow, that's a big miss because companies like Stillwater Brand, you're, you're going right to that pain point. Um, you know, you don't always have a, have a, you know, focus group like that where they're going to ask you questions about how do you, why do you call a thousand milligram brownie medicine when, when I don't know what a bite's going to do to me and things like that. And so I think the timing is incredible for you. And I mean, a lot of companies in Colorado, I believe just my opinion, your guys are way ahead of the game and people are going to, are going to, when you, when you go across the country and people find out about Stillwater, I think you're going to lead the industry pretty quickly because you solved this this issue of, of people controlling their doses, but obviously you've opened up to the market, which is, which is female, you know, head of the household sort of consumers. Um, you know, the face of cannabis is not what people used to think that it is. So, um, man, I, I really, I think the timing is perfect on that. One of the other things, Jeremy, I think you've done really well is you bring in, you alluded to Keith Wolfel, who is your, um, who's ahead of your research and development. I mean, to bring in somebody from Mars uh, Mars Incorporated, not the planet, right? Uh, <laughs> is very, very smart because and because you're you're doing that. If you're going to have a real company, bring in those experts. And guy like Keith brings you 20 years of you know product development for a company uh, that's well known and and uh, has done some large scale launches. So I applaud you for that. And and as you know, I mean, it takes a village. There's a there's a team behind you as well. For sure, we are uh, specifically with Keith. We're incredibly lucky to have him. Um, uh, you know, Justin and I's philosophy is always always bring in people who are smarter than us, know more than us. Um, but one of the key things for us was to look outside the marijuana industry for some of our hires. Um, uh, obviously, this is a specialized industry, but um, uh, ultimately, it's going to mirror a lot of industries that are out there, whether that be, uh, in, in our case, uh, food, consumer products. Uh, so having people who understand that, having people who understand um, uh, tight controls, tight operational controls, Good food health and safety was incredibly important to us from the beginning. And even before Keith joined us, we worked with consulting firms to make sure that we were setting up our, our facility in a, in a way that uh, didn't just meet marijuana requirements, but met food safety requirements. Excellent. Jeremy, do you have any advice for anyone listening? I, I think you, know, you can't replace your holistic background, your experience with AIG and Deloitte. Very few get to do that with either one of those companies that have a, have a part of that. Uh, Deloitte in itself is just a wealth of information and, and tremendous experience. You get your MBA from Berkeley. Um, you know, I, I don't want to, you know, over overstate that, that that it's easy to to get in the industry. But if anyone's listening, what what's your what's your number one piece of advice for someone trying to break into this industry? Yeah, I guess it depends on what end you're you're trying to break in. But if you're looking at uh, at, at you know at food manufacturing, a product manufacturing. Um, y- Ultimately, there was a, low, a lot of low-hanging fruit early on in this industry, and mm-hmm. just like most, most industries, it's, it's going to mature, and that's already started. So product differentiation, um, understanding who you are, understanding what you're trying to make and, and why that's different, and having a real clear message. Um, obviously, it's important to take a look at the market as it currently stands. Where are there opportunities? What can you do better? What can you do differently? Um, but it doesn't matter how mature a market gets. There are new companies that come up all the time that do things better or different than before. Uh, but having confidence that you're not just a me too uh, is important. 
And then, so one of the things I think you've done well is you've touched on an underserved market. Um, was that just by simple observation or how did you, how did you zero in on that? Sure. I, I mean, a, a, a combination of, 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 of observation and actually coming out to Colorado and speaking to people. Um, the other thing that you can do when you look at this industry is, is look, at, look at trends for more mature industries, where they started and where they went to. Um, you can look at liquor and the, the sort of product differentiation that's happened there, uh, going from simple spirits to really high-end brands uh, with stories behind them. Uh, you could look at the food world and look at, at what's happened with functional food and that you walk into any of your, your gas stations or your bodegas um, and you, you know, you've got 24 different um, vitamin type or enhanced waters or juices. Um, and so understanding that those things are, are, are happening outside of this industry are probably as, as important as understanding what's happening inside. Well, I'm going to ask you to break out your crystal ball here because uh, one of the things that we I find fascinating is 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 watching the consumer and, and listening to what why they do what they do and what makes them react and the questions they ask. I love to secret shop dispensaries and and talk to bud tenders and and hear what uh, you know what what questions they're getting and it seems to be very few questions on uh, one of the things I was wrong about was I thought people would be asking specific questions about the extraction process and and making sure I thought one of those would one of those methods would get more bad press than the others and, and they all seem to be holding pretty well and and doing that but what do you think that end users going to be asking for in the future and how will that affect your business Sure I that's an interesting question right because as the market as it currently stands uh, you've got a lot of people who have used marijuana for a while, are comfortable with it, maybe are higher dose users, um, maybe are more into the science or the technical side of it. But I think as you broaden the market, um, people want to know what a product is going to do. They want to trust it. Uh, they want it to taste great. And basically, they just want to have a repeatable, wonderful experience, whatever that experience is aiming to be. Um, so you know, wh whether we're talking about extraction processes, whether we're talking about terpenes, I think those things will always have a place for the segment of the market. Um, but I don't think they're the driving factors any more than uh, the driving factor for exactly how a whiskey is made um, is important to everybody. Uh, what's important is that it tastes good. Um, so I, I, I think taste, function, trust, um, those are the type of things that, that, that consumers are going to want to know. How is this going to make me feel? Um, can I trust them? What makes them different? Um, yeah, those are the big questions. Yep, I totally agree with you there. I think also there will be a level of trust established if not, if it's not already there with uh, the everyday consumer. But yeah, I think as you, you know, you don't look at a bottle of wine when you go into a store. I mean, there's certain price points and different things that you've learned to, ex to expect. Um, but yeah, you're not going to um, you're not going to get involved with that too much um, with you just trust that that comes with just trusting the end product. Um, do you see people talking about or, or maybe asking questions about how long was this cured in the way that, you know, alcohol can be aged? Do you see any parallels there? Nothing directly. I mean, as you mentioned, we do get questions about, you know, all of our um, all of our distillates are CO2 extracted. Um, you know, there are questions about our process. I think what people are most interested with us is how do you make water soluble THC? Um, you know, what, what is that? It's it's a new category. Um, it, it's not that complicated. I mean, we're, we're, we're emulsifying, uh, let me take that back. It's very complicated to do well, but the principle behind it is that you're, you're, you're taking something that isn't water soluble, that, that, that does not like water, which is oil, and you're wrapping it, um, in food grade emulsifiers that do. Um, 
So we definitely get questions about our process and we are always happy to share that. Um, but once again, I think the people that, uh, at least the people that we're excited about that we're reaching, whether it be, you know, our mothers, our friends, um, their friends, people who haven't tried marijuana ever or in a long time, they did it back in the 60s when it wasn't as strong. Um, what they're most excited about is that they've got a, a product that they feel they can trust at the right dose that has a, a fast onset and tastes great. Absolutely. Do you uh, do you get questions about people asking, do I need to shake this up? What happens? How long can it sit on my shelf? You yes. know, as far as, okay. I, I mean, shelf stability is a real thing and, and that's important, um, you know, obviously in the food world. Um, luckily, all of the products that we do um, are extremely shelf stable. Um, that helps us from a manufacturing standpoint, from just-in-time manufacturing not being quite as important to the fact that our dispensary partners and then ultimately our customers can feel good about what they're carrying on their shelves. We need to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll be rejoined by Jeremy Goldstein of Stillwater Brands. If you have time during the break, check out stillwater.life and look at their Ripple Dissolvable THC. We'll be right back. Rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Blunt Business. Introducing Blue Moon CBD, straight from the bluegrass of Kentucky. With our special nano emulsion process, you'll not only get the best CBD available, you'll get more of it. Not all CBD is the same. It's your body. It's your choice. Get relief from inflammation, anxiety, and stress. Go to www.bluemoonhemp.com and use code HEMP420 for a 20% discount on your order. Balance your body. Balance your life. Make it Blue Moon CBD. The smoke is rising, and the next crop of podcasts devoted to cannabis providers and enthusiasts are ready to be harvested. Welcome to the Cannabis Radio Network, founded by respected rainmakers who have been producing award-winning podcasts for over a decade. Industry headlines, business updates, medical reports, marketing, and e-commerce education rolled up perfectly for your consumption. Let's grow together. The Cannabis Radio Network. CannabisRadio.com Ignite the conversation on some trending topics along the Cannabis Radio social media network. Join our crew of thousands on our Cannabis Radio page on Facebook or at Canna Radio, C-A-N-N-A Radio on Twitter. Plus, look for our Facebook and Google Plus pages for all of our original programs and connect with Dr. Dina, Kyle Cushman, Dr. Mitch Earlywine, Nurse Heather, Doc Rob, the hosts of Gondrepreneur, and more. Connect with the growing Cannabis Radio social crusade at Canna Radio on Twitter or search for Cannabis Radio on Facebook, Google Plus, and Instagram and grow with us. I hope you didn't forget about us because we're back with Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back to Blunt Business. I'm your host, Sean Eubanks of Strainwise Consulting. We've been talking to Jeremy Goldstein of Stillwater Brands. Welcome back, Jeremy. Thank you very much, Sean. Yeah, so it's been a great conversation. Um, So much to learn here about Stillwater Brands and what you're doing. Congratulations on your success so far. Uh, Much-needed water-soluble THC is great. So we only have just a few more minutes left in this in this last segment but let's talk about some underserved markets jeremy and what you're uh, what you're doing for that and maybe some interest in an older demographic uh, for pain management etc sure you bet uh if you look at market saturation right now um you know who currently uses marijuana who currently goes to dispensaries um it's 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 basically a, a you know a line that starts with um 
young males um, having the, the highest uh, sort of saturation and penetration of use and the people who um, are most underserved or don't know there's products for them or don't currently use um, are female and, and as you skew older, uh, that increases. Um, so we are trying to reach um, people who are older, people who um, uh, have you know, minor pains, um, uh, minor wellness issues, who might not realize that there are any products that are out there for them. Um, and you know, one thing about, about the elderly is if they find something that they, they like and that works for them, um, they're very good about brand loyalty and, and, and sharing that among their community. Um, so we've started speaking um, at some some um, communities, uh, elderly communities, to sort of get the word out. Uh, I know other companies in Colorado are doing the same, and we think that's wonderful. Um, uh, we we think it's important that this market um, expands beyond where it currently is. Um, in addition to that, you know, some of the other targets that we're trying to to go after are uh, the active lifestyle. Um, we I won't say we've been surprised, but we've been happy to see how many people. Um, who are very big into fitness um, have integrated our products and especially Ripple into their routines, uh, whether that be um, when they're actually doing races or when they're, when they're recovering from their exercises. Um, a local bike shop near me uh, I was in the other day uh, was happy to find out that most of the people who work there are all putting our, our Ripple CBD one-to-one -one, um, in with their energy water when they go biking. Um, so these are markets that, uh, you know, it, were maybe underserved before that we're hoping to to reach. And as far as just general guidelines for people listening, I mean, what's the number one, what's the biggest mistake that you've made in this industry, Jeremy, that you wish you could take back and people listening might not have to make that same mistake? Hmm. I, I would say what, definitely something we've learned is how tough it is to visually merchandise in this industry. Um, for, all, for all the people that have been in a dispensary, um, you realize that there's, there's a lot of stuff on the shelf. Uh, it's a very different kind of shopping experience. Um, in most cases, all of the information flows through a bud tender. Uh, so it's hard to really know what's out there. So even if you're talking about something like tea as a category, when you're shopping at Whole Foods, you're in the tea aisle. Uh, you know that that's tea. Nobody has to explain to you that's tea. Um, but when you're in a dispensary, you've got a bunch of colored items in front of you. So um, as far as how to talk to the customer in those settings, you know, we've gone to using uh, uh, more photographs, more pictures. Um, in addition, I think we've understood how, or we've learned how important uh, the bud tenders are to everybody's shopping experience and how important it is um, to train them um, so that they feel informed and excited about, about your product. Um, and most importantly, giving them examples of, of who it's for and how it can be used. Because uh, even though a particular product might not be the best for them, it may be the best for their friend or it may be the best for the woman that walks into the store that day. You have an outstanding story here on Stillwater.life, your website, um, of how it all started. Um, and so that's just a, a tremendous, um, great story there um, with, with the uh, with your grandmother and all that. So, But let me ask you this question. You, you guys have been, you're in, what, 170-plus dispensaries or something along those lines in Colorado. That's how did you achieve that, Jeremy, so quickly and get people – uh, to stock your product and then obviously have so much success so quickly. Well, thank you. Yeah, I mean, that's been a big challenge um, and it comes down to a you know, really great sales team. Um, but uh, I would say most importantly, having products that are differentiated. Uh, I think it's hard to walk in on day one, especially before you're an established company, uh, without, without something that is fundamentally different um, than what's on the shelves. 
Um, it's very hard to come in as a Me Too product. Now, maybe once you've established a brand, um, if you were to come out with a, a product that is uh, you know, already in a popular category, um, people are going to take you more seriously. But at the beginning, it was, hey, this is really nice packaging. This is a really great tasting product. And I don't have anything like this. Um, so let me give this a shot. Excellent, Jeremy. Well, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. I want to congratulate you and your team and Keith and everyone for all of your success here in Colorado. And I wish you nothing but the best in the future. Thanks, Sean. It was really great to be here. And thank you all for joining us in this edition of Blunt Business. You can download episodes of our program by going to CannabisRadio.com, BluntBusinessRadio.com, or subscribing to our show on iTunes, Stitcher, and now iHeartRadio. Have an outstanding rest of your week, everyone, and we'll see you next week. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.